Welcome to the B2B Marketing Podcast. My name is David Rowlands. I'm the Senior Editor at B2B Marketing, and I'm joined today by Deloitte's own Annabelle Rake. So today we're going to be talking about Deloitte's work in sustainability and combating the climate crisis, but through a marketing lens. So Annabelle, thank you very much for joining me. Before we begin, could you please just tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at Deloitte? Sure. So I'm the Chief Marketing Officer for Deloitte in North and South Europe, which is uh, a number of countries in in the European region, uh, everything from the UK to Switzerland to Norway and and beyond. Um, I look after brand marketing uh, for Deloitte in that region, and for us, sustainability and and how we tackle climate change is is huge, both internally um, and in terms of how we work with our clients. So it's a uh, it's a matter of real importance for us, and so I spend a, a fair amount of my time on it. Although I must say, I'm not I'm not the firm sustainability expert. Uh, I'm in the marketing role. Okay, fantastic. Well, thanks for letting us know. Um, so, obviously, last year Deloitte launched World Climate, which is your strategy to drive responsible choices both within your organisation and beyond. So, can you provide a little bit more detail on what this strategy actually looks like from both an internal and an external perspective? Sure. So. As an organisation which consults with clients on this, we believe that we have to also, you know, walk that talk um, and that change really starts from within our organisation. So we need to set and then meet higher standards for ourselves, um, as well as those that we work with. And, you know, we work with a lot of alliance partners as well as um, our ultimate client. Um, And through that, we want to really facilitate the transition to a low carbon economy. So, World Climate is Deloitte's strategy. Um, We have a number of goals and it's really about how we become net zero. So the sorts of targets that that we've set ourselves might include things like how we reduce our business travel emissions. So we have a a pretty bold target there to reduce emissions by 50% uh, per FTE from where we were in in 2019, so pre-pandemic. Um, how we source 100% renewable energy for our buildings or how we convert any of our car fleet uh, to hybrid uh, or electric vehicles. Um, and importantly, how we work with our supply chain um, and really work with them to set science-based, science-based targets. Um, and, and that's a huge part of, of what we need to do over, over the coming period of time. So, um Finally, once we've done all of that, we would then think about the sorts of investment in in market solutions for those emissions that we can't eliminate. But the important thing is to look at those emissions that we that we can eliminate first. So um, that's that's kind of the goals of it. We we have to think about how we really embed sustainability in in what we do, whether that's through our policies, um, our actions, how we communicate with our people internally. Um, we really need to engage our, our people. Um, we have hundreds of thousands of people around the world and we're very, very conscious that if we can help them make some really positive choices, uh, whether that's at home or at work, um, about how they might personally combat climate change and those small actions that, that each of us can take, um, that that actually could have a, a pretty significant impact. Um, and then externally collaborating with clients, our alliance partners, the industry groups we're part of, suppliers, as I mentioned, um, and think about how we can increase demand for responsible products, services, 
um, how we create climate solutions um, and, and how we can help our clients to, uh, to get on their own net zero journey. Hmm. Okay, fantastic. And, you know, sustainability, sorry, um, is obviously something that's a very hot topic in the world right now. You know, it doesn't matter if you're B2B or B2C or, you know, whatever side of the the coin you are. Um, But, you know, I'm sure that Deloitte's strategy wasn't launched from a, you know, a purely charitable point of view. So what's the what's the business driver behind this uh, sustainable strategy, would you say? So I think, you know, this first and foremost makes sense for our planet. We have to do it. You know, we're, as we speak, um, we're, we're closing COP26 at the moment, aren't we? And um, I think it's been really clear from the discussions um, that have happened there that, that we absolutely need to take action. But we also, to your point, believe that, that it makes good business sense, um, both for our own business and for our clients' businesses. Um, and, and, you know, it's something that our people clearly care about as well so we think that we have a responsibility to make change in this area um, our clients expect it of us too you know more and more our, our clients are asking us what are we doing in this area um, for some of our clients we could be part of their scope three emissions for example so it's it's a real business challenge that that we that we absolutely must must tackle and across all of our clients every sector that we work in you know, our clients are putting in place measures to ensure that you know, the organisations that they work with, we're one of them, are adopting those sustainable practices. Um, and, you know, we we survey CFOs every quarter. Um, and in our latest survey, um, I think over two thirds of our respondents said that they expected significant or wholesale change, wholesale change in their own business model and their operations over the next 10 years as a result of their move to net zero. So it's it's a huge, huge challenge for, for our clients. And therefore, from a business perspective, we we must respond. I think equally, you know, think about the people that, that we have within our organisation or that we want to hire into our organisation. You know, our people are actively looking to work with and for organisations that prioritise sustainability. Um, and you know that that is really important to us as as we think about that that race for talent, a hot topic right now as well. Um, we again we 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 do a regular survey of of millennials, uh, and in our most recent survey, um, more than a third of of UK millennials and um, slightly more than that in terms of the the Gen Z are saying that they've already made choices over the type of work they want to do and the organisations that they're willing to work for based on their own personal beliefs and ethics and, and values. So they're already making these choices. Um, so it's it's really critical to us from both a, a client perspective and a, a talent perspective. And you know, you think about the broader market, you know, we again, um, I, I won't try and talk too much about the various pieces of research that we've done, but we do quite a lot of research around the sustainable consumer as well. And a third of consumers are looking for brands that have strong, sustainable and ethical credentials. You know, so people are voting with their feet or their wallet or where they choose to work on, on this really critical matter. OK, that's that's really insightful. So thanks for sharing that. Um, I guess sometimes it's easier to sort of understand how, you know, like a trainer company or something can have a more sustainable approach. But to hear it from Deloitte as well is really interesting. Um, but obviously, you know, we're here to talk, today to talk about, uh, you know, the marketing point of view. Um, so from this point of view, what, what would you say is the major challenge in delivering upon this sustainability strategy? Are there any major hurdles that need to be overcome, you know, whether that's from an internal or external perspective? 
Well, I think it's already clear from from our discussion so far that this is absolutely a C-suite and and boardroom issue, and and you know for for companies like like Deloitte um, and and the companies of of the listeners of of this podcast, you know it's absolutely a boardroom issue that that has to be tackled. So it's not something that that marketers can opt out of. It's it's something that they really need to be in the middle of. And I think for marketers. The big challenge, as, as far as I'm concerned, is how do you position your brand to show that you are authentically walking that talk? You know, when, when we started this conversation, we started by talking about what Deloitte are doing internally. I don't think that we could run a, a credible marketing campaign to our clients around this in terms of how we could help them unless we had our house in order in terms of what we need to do. So I think that authenticity and, and walking the talk is is a really important uh, element of this um you know, how we engage with our clients that has to be aligned to to what we're doing as a business and you know we we have a, a philosophy that you know, this this topic is not something that can be tackled by Deloitte alone I think as as marketers you often want to position your organization as you know the only one that that can can do something about whatever the the client's challenge is but you know, on climate, it, it's different. We recognise that we have to work with others to to tackle this problem, and it's it's not the actions of just one organisation or one person or one leader or one government. Even it's bigger than Deloitte. It's bigger than one person or organisation. So, through our marketing approach, we've really been thinking about how do we both inform people because actually I think there's quite a lot of complex topics to, to grapple with in 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 climate and 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 how. Um, our clients might tackle it. So, how do we inform people in in a in a kind of straightforward and an engaging way? And and how can we help inspire their journey to net zero? And and again, that's not just about sharing our own stories or or learnings that we have internally, but linking with climate experts and other business leaders that that we're connected to who have already been making progress on this and and reaching high le- levels of sustainability within their own organisations. So, you know that. That is something that from the outset, we've we've really thought about how do we bring that to the fore? Um, and I think brands need to show humility in this. So as as marketers, marketing leaders, you know, need to think about how how can you authentically take a position on this? Um, how do you how do you get comfortable with being open enough to say that you might not have all the answers or, you know, you might have some way to go on your journey? Uh, I think all of these are really um interesting challenges for us to to grapple with as as marketers and perhaps something that we're not we're not used to doing as I said Mm, absolutely and so there's obviously a lot of you know big challenges there um but you know just as importantly how do you intend to actually you know overcome these challenges and actually deliver this strategy are there any particular strategies or tactics that you're going to employ yeah so I said that you know our plan is really about how do we inform, engage, inspire our clients on their journey to net zero, and how we're doing that through sharing stories or perspectives or or learnings. And some of those are from our climate team. We have a, a group of, of amazing experts um, around climate and sustainability internally at Deloitte, both you know in the UK but but uh, around the world too. Um, but we've also been sharing views and experiences of. Of you know, as I said, climate experts or, or business leaders that are outside of Deloitte. Um, what we have focused on is how can we create clear and simple explanations of what what can be some some quite complex issues, 
Um, and so we've worked with organizations and experts from organizations like the Earthshot Prize or um, WWF or the Met Office. And, and we've shared those things through interviews, through podcasts. Um, we've run a campaign with uh, with the Times and with the Financial Times to take that content then to a, a broader client audience. And it's actually been really powerful to see how that's been received. You know, we've had people comment on the fact that you know, we haven't necessarily stuck Deloitte um, and, you know, our own experts right at the forefront of that. But we've taken a really balanced view and approach uh, ac across our network and, and the connections that we have. So um, a, a good example recently, um, just at, at, at the start of, of COP, actually, we launched um, a light bulb list. And the light bulb list is uh, a list of recommended reads around climate change. So I think people get that climate change is a is a major issue and you know we wanted to look at actually what's the light bulb moment that that, that causes you to take action um and you know we we've been speaking to lots of business leaders lots of climate experts um and actually for lots of them they talked about the the kind of moment that inspired them to kind of take action came from from reading a book on on the topic so we asked all of the people that we were talking to um, for their recommendations of, of books that might inspire people to take action on, on climate. Um, and we have a, a list of, I think, around 30 books from, from quite a diverse group of, of leaders and experts. And we've been sharing that as, as a resource, um, as a conversation starter to engage our clients or our people about the importance of, of climate change. And, you know, just even looking at the sorts of things people have, have been recommending and why and, and the authors. And, you know, we've got everything from the most important comic book in the world um, to some, you know, some heavier reads that, that go into to depth around this. And um, that, that's that been a, a really interesting programme of, of work for us to do. And of course, you know, I've talked a lot about how it's not just about Deloitte, but but we do want to um, to tell the story of the things that we are doing. So, you know, things like our our recent annual report, we shared a number of stories on the work that we've been doing around around climate, how we're helping our clients with energy transition or integrating renewables or the work that we've got a team called Deloitte Ventures um, who do a lot of work with with startups. Um, and they've been working on, you know, AI solutions around energy saving and, and you know, thinking about how we can guide products like that to market. So we don't we want to share our, our stories as well. I think it's just about making sure that that we we position as as part of of the answer rather than than sort of positioning that we could be the the whole answer on it um and you know working with with different organizations to to help bring that to life so we're part of um the goal 13 impact platform which is a partnership um amongst a number of organizations including us uh, the cbi chapter zero um and others um and through that we've built a free uh, sort of repository of of how corporates are taking action on climate change to to help other businesses think about you know the examples and and how they might learn or collaborate through use of the the goal 13 platform um we've been uh, the implementation partner of of the earthshot prize you might have seen that um recently uh, the the prize winners were announced um on a program in, in the BBC led by prince william um, and this has been one of the, you know, the most defining climate projects that, that the country has seen this year. So fantastic to be involved in that, working with the Earthshot team to 
to promote the project, share the the content, share the the, the great stories of of the winners um, of the prize as well. So, lots lots and lots of actions actually. You know, there's not one big bang approach here. I think it it requires lots and lots of of smaller actions, smaller consortiums working with our alliance partners to really bring it to life. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, brand purpose is something that we speak a lot about in, in the world of B2B marketing. Um, you know, and it's clear that brand purpose you know, it needs to be genuine. It can't just be a nice new logo or a blog. It, you know, it's got to be a genuine purpose that runs throughout the company in, in all aspects, not just marketing. And, you know, it looks like this is something you're trying to do through your collaboration with the World Wildlife Fund or you know, WWF to educate your hundreds and thousands of employees. But can you give us a little bit more detail about what this looks like and the role it plays in Deloitte's brand purpose? Sure. So, you know, we talked about making sure that that our climate strategy is really integrated in into the firm. And, and I talked as part of, of that about how we help our people to understand the, the actions that that they can take personally. Um, and, you know, that's, that's in part why we created World Climate, which is really about how we we hold ourselves to account um, and and in part hold our, our people to account as well. So we've worked with WWF to create that learning program that you mentioned um, and educate our people around the world so they can consider how they can make an individual impact as well as a, as a collective impact. And I think you know, having an organisation like WWF, you know, one of the leading um, environmental organisations in the world involved has has really brought some some important positioning to that programme of work internally. And, um, you know, when you work for a firm like Deloitte, we have to do quite a lot of of sort of compliance training and quality training and things like that. And we've absolutely made our climate training one of those mandatory pieces that that everybody must do. Um, And actually, you know, it's a really, really fun training. Um, it's really brought the, the the topic to life for people, I think, in in a way which has, you know, really caused them to think about how they might act. And at the end of of the program of of training, um, we talk about a series of actions that people could take. We ask them to, um, you know, commit to and and sign up to to taking various actions. Um, you know, that could be about uh, anything from, you know your own travel plans and you know whether you might have plans to buy an electric car or the number of flights that you take personally or with family for holidays in a year or something like that right through to food and and food waste and you know do you plan your meals do you uh you know do you pop to to the local convenience store on the way home from work and um you know how do you approach that so it's it's about taking those those small personal actions at home as well as thinking about how we uh, address that at work and you, know, you mentioned purpose. You know, our purpose at Deloitte is is around how do we make an impact that matters for our people, clients, and society. Um, and you know, climate is a absolutely key pillar of what we need to do around our purpose and and across all of those areas, people, clients, and society. You know, I've talked quite a bit about how we're trying to uh, engage with clients on that. Clearly, what we do with our people makes a difference there too. And and our people care about the communities in which they work, um, both here and, and around the world. So making sure that, that we're taking action on that is, is just embedded in, in how we work. Um, you know, purpose isn't something that we sort of have on the side um, or a, just a sort of collection of stories that we tell about our charitable work, for example. You know, it, for us, it's, it's why do our people get out of bed every day? 
um, you know, why do they why do they choose to work with Deloitte? You know, we we talked earlier about how people have certain values and and they use those values around the sorts of brands that they might choose to buy or the sorts of organisations that they might choose to work with. So for us, it's it's absolutely something that is at the heart of our business rather than a kind of marketing campaign or or slogan or, or something like that, that that we might choose to employ. Mm. And when it comes to brand, do you think that that's something that will become, you know, increasingly important for organisations like Deloitte, which, you know, historically people wouldn't have necessarily had an emotional connection with? Um, so firstly, I think it's a bit of a myth that people don't have emotional connections with um, organisations like ours, because, you know, generally, certainly in the professional services space, it's people buying people. And there's no more emotional kind of human connection than that, really. And I think, you know, we we sometimes can get a bit lost in a in a kind of we're a corporate brand, but you know, we're a we're a human to human brand, uh, really. Um, and it's the relationships that our people have with our clients that that will really cause our clients to to keep coming back to us and to to trust us. And I think. You know, the camp the pandemic that we've had has been a really good example of why it's important so in b2b particularly i think covid19 and and the response that that our clients had to that it created a bit of a rush to safety you know businesses wanted to work with organizations that they had strong existing relationships with that they trusted and that they had confidence in in working with so those those organizations in b2b that had you know, emphasise the importance of of those relationships and emphasise the importance of a strong brand purpose as well. I think have um, have held up better during the pandemic, frankly. And you know, people recommitting to their values and the things that that matter most to them. You know, whether it's about health, whether it's about family and the time that you spend with them, whether it's about you know what what's my purpose here in in life and and what am I doing to to really drive and and deliver against that. You know, they're they're aligning those things to the brands that that they want to work with and the employers that they choose to to work for. So, you know, a, a purpose has to be really authentic. I said it's not just a, a slogan. So for, for marketers, you know, our purpose isn't something that our marketing department created. I think it could be something that the marketing team helps uncover within the organisation. But it has to be true. It has to be the the reason for being um, in the organisation, you know, the reason people get out of bed every morning or the reason they switch their laptops on or, you know, join all those Zoom calls, they have to feel that that they're working towards something which is which is bigger than that. So I see my role as, as CMO to really understand where our business has been, to shine a light on uh, its reason for being. And, you know, at Deloitte, we've, we've got a history of over 175 years a big part of our role has been about providing assurance. And so trust and, and integrity are, are really important elements and really central to our brand still today. So, you know, despite spanning a number of centuries, you know, I think the reason that our people get out of bed every morning is is the same now as it was in 1845 when, when Deloitte was, was started. It's, it's really about making a, an impact and, and bringing that to to our clients and and to the market and I think understanding that has helped our brand remain relevant over over that time. Fantastic thank you very much well I think we've got time for our final question today Um, and I just want to you know 
address maybe, you know, perhaps there's some listeners who are thinking about, you know, maybe they want to run a more sustainable business, you know, whether that's changing their manufacturing practices or maybe it's just being more selective with the partners they work with. But, you know, being sustainable obviously requires all areas of the business to be on the same page. It can't be, you can't have a, a one-man operation within a business. It's, it's just not going to work. Um, so for those businesses that are just starting to look at trying to be more sustainable, where do you think the marketing team should start? Uh, I think that's a great question. Um, and I'd probably go back to that that point about learning from, from others. You know, uh, I think there are businesses that are making huge progress in, in this area and and really looking at what they're doing and, and how they're making that progress, whether that's, you know, big things like completely changing their, their manufacturing processes or, or whether it's the smaller steps that they might be taking, you know. So marketers could involve themselves in industry groups, learning from the successes of, of others, um, learning from the learnings of others as well. I think, you know, there'll be, be things on this journey that that we have to test and, and learn um, around. So, you know, making sure that, going back to the purpose point making sure that whatever you do is really aligned to the wider purpose um of the business as well you you, you can't have a, a strategy around sustainability that is at odds with that so um that that's definitely something to to look at as well um there's a lot i think that will happen in terms of businesses being held to account um on sustainability strategies climate actions the goals that you set um and i think you know having that kind of honest and, and open approach uh, around the scale of, of work that you need to do, getting under the skin of that as, as a marketer and thinking about how do you communicate that out to your stakeholders, to your clients, um, you know, what that looks like to investors if, if you're a business that, that has them as well. Um, and then thinking about how you how you bring to life that approach, you know, once once the business has decided on its strategy how do you bring that to life but importantly you know not to overplay that you know develop that understanding of where you are on the journey help help the business tell the the story in in the right way in an open way and and being open to that kind of sort of humble authenticity uh, as it were um and i think as marketers there's really practical things that that we can do as well you know whether it's running events to a sustainable standard you know thinking about how you source food, making sure that that happens in a sustainable way, considering if it's a live event, how people are getting there, um, you know, what sort of stands you might have and things like that. There's all those sorts of really practical actions that that marketing teams should be thinking about um, and, and thinking about embedding from the start of, of any project. And and I think finally, you know, I don't think we could have a conversation about about B2B marketing without mentioning the, you know, the, the deep understanding that marketers need to have of, of the client or the customer. You know, so continuing to understand the values of your clients and customers and how they might be shifting. And I think there is a shift um, that's happening. The buyer is changing. What they're looking for is changing and how they align to to values and, and perhaps more purpose led approach is tons of research as well on on how that is changing so um a number of of actions there but i guess finishing with with that point around an understanding of the client which is where where any good marketer i think should should always start absolutely well said um annabelle thank you very much for joining me today um some really great answers there lots of great insight about all the good work you're doing over at deloitte um to our listeners as well um thank you for uh, for tuning in once again um if you'd like to listen to any of our 
older podcasts or any of our upcoming podcasts, just head to www.b2bmarketing.net slash podcasts. So, Annabelle, thank you very much. Thank you. And we'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.